Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Estate Agents Podcast. We're up to episode 49 and we've got a very, very special guest. In fact, I don't quite know how we've run for more than a year without having this gentleman on the show. Um, ladies and gentlemen, introducing Mr. Chris Watkin. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, people. How are we doing? Well, to answer your question, Andy, um, I, I was actually on a podcast episode with your esteemed colleague, Luke, but uh, he deleted the podcast before it got, went live. <laughs> <laughs> Censored. Censored could be a word. Now, now to be Marvels fair... Marvels of technology to lose the file. To be fair, if that had been Stephen that had deleted an episode, I could wouldn't believe... have even got it recorded if it was Stephen. <laughs> I think Stephen was with us that day. Yes, he was. We were at the Property Video Solutions with Chris. We were and, with, with Chris with Chris and Matt at uh, Video HQ. I saw I saw the audio. Um, so, sorry, I saw the video, but never heard the audio. Mm. It wasn't that. It was. It wasn't that good. In fact, it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like gold nuggets dropping off an airplane, it's, you know. But there you, you know go. What, you know what's you know what is going to happen. It's going to be like one of those only fools and horses episodes that suddenly comes out of the archives. Is like a that'll be like the treasured episode that we managed to find somewhere. It will be stored on some Ugandan uh, computer <laughs> <laughs> found in a television radio studio in twenty years' time. The hallowed. Definitely. Oh, definitely. So. I think Chris, to to be fair, as as a Chris has probably been one of the pioneers of make, getting agents off their rear ends and actually getting in front of the camera. Um, I think a lot of the industry, in fairness, I think has got to attribute that to Chris and giving people the confidence to actually get in the camera. What do you think, Andy? Absolutely. Absolutely. He's the guy that convinced me, although I had a face for radio, it was better in front of a video. And it's, even, and it's even worse today after that haircut. <laughs> right, Chris, so, yeah. Chris, thank you so much. Um, really grateful for you giving us the time this morning. Um, what's really interesting, and I, and I like to start this off, is um, you posted something this week where you, you're very willing to help people um, with some tips as to how to get some, um, some new instructions and how to get your name out there. Um, you know, I regularly post things and, and pose a question on here and very willing to give up three questions. Um, and there seems to be, and the same with people starting the videos, um, people for whatever reason seem to don't want to take you up on the offer. Um, you know, why do you think that is? Well, let's give some context to the story. Um, we were on John Paul's um, Agency Growth Strategies Facebook group, which is a superb Facebook group. And um, someone came on saying that um, an agent in Essex, and he wanted to go into more resi sales in a different part of his town or like a little subsector of his town or just on the outside. And he said he didn't know whether to use Facebook advertising um, or, or leaflet dropping. So, you know, as you know, like gurus assemble, everyone threw their hat in, um, saying, or oh, spend your money on Facebook adverts or spend your money on, on leaflets. And I came in and said, you don't have to spend a penny. Uh, in fact, um, if you want, I'll give you, I'll give you a call and to tell you what to do. So I rang him up, 
told him the three stages, three things which we do, which if you want, I will tell you on this podcast exactly what to do, uh, which is kind of uh, ironic on what, where this conversation is going, but I'll keep going with this. Um, you then, and then I said, right, I'm tomorrow morning on a train down to London and I will be available between six o'clock and 6.40, which is early, uh, but I'm going to the Sally Lawson event and I thought, because I've got jury duty for the next two weeks, if you don't ring me then, you won't get hold of me for two weeks during office hours. You then came on like a prat, Stephen, and basically said, oh, I'm going to ring you. And I thought, well, I'm not getting Stephen ringing me up at half past six in the morning because he's like a dog, you know, he's like a puppy dog all the time, you know. And I can't be dealing with that. So He's probably on about 7Ks of his 20K run at that time, Chris. You know? I, can't be, I can't be dealing with it. Anyway, so I rang him up and told him the three stages. And he was like a dog with two, three tails. Thinking, oh, that's a cracking idea. And he went back on Facebook and said, this is an amazing idea. Everyone should, should, should take Chris upon this offer. So the next morning, I got on to my first class carriage because they call me first class Chris because I won't travel anywhere without no first class. And if you book it plenty in advance, it's cheaper than standard. Because that's my real passion in life, booking train tickets. But that's another story. <laughs> um, sorry, I love it. And what he said, what I got zero phone calls. In fact, I don't think anyone's commented on the sense saying, Chris, can I ring you afterwards? Yet there's two people, Stephen Brown, all hail Stephen Brown, and, and this other agent saying it was the best thing since sliced bread. So the question is, do people have a fear of the word free? Do they think they're going to be sold to? I, I mean, I hope not. I mean, for God's sake, I give so much away for free. Now, it used to wind me up, and it still does wind me up sometimes. But I've come to the conclusion in life, boys, is this. You can try and help all the people all the time, and it won't work. But if you can change one person's life, you're on a winner. So, but I'm, we, we all, everyone moans that there's no business out there, and there's people genuinely out there trying to help you, not selling anything, and still you don't take up the, the, the mantle, you know. I'm sorry, more for you. If you can't take self-awareness and accountability and take an offer of help, well, I don't know, I've lost the words. But that's your fault. You've got to deal with your own demons. I'm not going to sell you anything. Look, I have, I have the same thing as well. You know, I put something up on my Facebook page, negotiating tip. Yeah. Um, you know, if, you, if you're interested in the negotiating tip, just comment yes and direct message me with your, with your number. Um, I had two people. Now, there's no catch whatsoever. I genuinely, genuinely want to add value and I want to help people. Um, you know, I spoke to one who was very grateful. The other one, um, their daughter was ill, so we're going to speak on Monday. And I'm happy to do it. And there isn't a catch. So, you know, when I help, when I help people, but I think, you know, people you know, need to help themselves by making that call. I mean, go on, sorry. Yeah, so, so uh, I'm just intrigued because obviously, Chris, this is how we got to know each other because you, I started doing my videos very early on, which uh, were awful, as you kindly told me at the time. Um, but, but we, I was those calls as well, Luke. Those <laughs> <laughs> lovely pick me ups. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it sugarcoat makes, anything, I'll Chris. You feel does really it good, makes you feel really good. You're best doing them at the end of the day when you can sleep on it <laughs> <laughs> rather than at the start of the day. But, yeah, but look at where I, you are I, now. I wasn't using your services. Um, and obviously, people that know you know that you offer a kind of a, a ghost writing service, writing blogs, that kind of thing. But I wasn't using your services. I hadn't been on any of the video courses. And it's, uh, but I was quite happy that 
that you were offering your help for free, which is great. Because I'm thinking, brilliant. I'm, I'm not going to have to pay for this. But why aren't other people doing it? Why, why don't people take you up on this and take you up on your offer, Stephen? It, it just amazes me that someone, some experts in the industry, that Stephen that has been attributed to adding probably millions of pounds of uh potential income to estate agents same with Chris with his videos and what that can bring over and and all his other services why aren't people they must be mad should we just reverse engineer that question do you not think that we as an industry are skeptical um and that we don't work together and in cooperation enough I mean I'm lucky enough to be a part of some amazing Facebook groups Chris Stephen um, John Paul we've mentioned Perry Power um uh, I'm almost sad to say, but it's 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 normally the same people in every group that are commenting and adding the value, and I'd say that that's probably twenty percent of the group, eighty percent of the group, not so much. Do you think we're bad as an industry at guiding, leading, mentoring, helping? Because my view is, look, I I want to be a better agent. I think I'm great, but there's always room for improvement. So for me, I. I want to soak up everything that Chris can offer, that you can offer, that Stephen can offer. I mean, we, us three regularly chat, new ideas, implementation, um, what's working, what's not working, what could we tweak, how could we make it better? Um, and I get a real buzz from those phone calls. I get a real buzz from the mastermind meetings. Um, obviously, we've got the Troy Malcolm uh, coming up in um, next year, 2020. That was just absolutely wrung my brain last year, um, and, and I went back with loads. But I think, are, are there two problems here? Are we sceptical? And, and, and you know, do, do we lack that, that mentality where we assist, guide, coach, mentor? Um, you know, I, I always, I think it was Tom Panos says, if you, if you sit in a room with, with four dickheads, you become the fifth. You know, do, do, do you want to pally up? Do you want somebody that is um, better than you? It goes back to our 1 to 31 in January, Luke. Yeah. Um, when we were, we were you know, our kickstart, when we were giving advice. One of them is, you know, have, have a pal that is, is better yeah. than you. Um, Definitely. Definitely. And, and just, just, to, just to touch on that, because there, um, there are agents out there, as you've said, that do share ideas and, and do support each other, because it's not an easy time out there for people. Um, so I had a nice message overnight from Adam uh, Mackay. I think you know him, Stephen. Um, and Chris, you know Adam as well. Um, and uh, his comment was, loving the podcast. Uh, it's given him so much focus and is really helping him. And that, that's not in isolation. But it, yeah, are we, are, we, are we skeptical? Are we thinking there's a hidden agenda? Stephen? It's really strange. I mean, there is one person I'd like just... Uh, jumping on the back of that Luke um, mm. Jeremy Tyler Tyler Estates remember we did the podcast we talked about um, a probate leaflet dealing uh, you know, pallying up with a, a local funeral director doing it in a sympathetic professional way um, massive thank you Jeremy if you're listening and I know you will be um, the very next day straight through my uh, my office door was a probate services leaflet with all of the bare bones and he said you know it's a bit dated it'll need tweaking that is the kind of help assistance guidance Pal, you know, palling up, buddying up that we should be doing. Let's, let's face it, it's the reason that we're on this podcast, isn't it? Help people become better versions of themselves. 100%. Stephen? Uh, and, you know, I'm, 
Um, that's, you know, I think you've just made my morning there, Adam and, and Jeremy, because at least we know we've now got another two listeners. That takes so, it to uh, seven. <laughs> no, it was six the other day, so it's gone to eight. So we're eight. now now we're in a two and eight, aren't we? Hey, um, as opposed to a two and seven, eh, Stephen? <laughs> seven. Yeah. So Adam and Jeremy, thank you. I think it comes down to choice um, to answer your question. I think people like to to make excuses um, as to why they can't do it, and they sometimes choose not to do it. And I think um, you know I've been reading a couple books lately, um, and the word choice. Um, is spoken a lot you know and it's your choice whether you want to do it you know if you want to um, better yourself and self-improve every day it's your choice to make 10-15 minutes to listen to this podcast go onto the Facebook groups that are exceptional there there are loads of exceptional agents you know going back I never had all the support and help and inspiration that people like Chris and John Paul and Perry and Sally Lawson and Troy and Tom and John McGrath and all these people that you mentioned there's so much incredible stuff out there and I think if people can choose to spend half an hour every day on listening to these people and then using the knowledge that they've just taken away and actually implement it then it's going to make a massive massive difference to their business and if they can just take one one point every day, work on that, get that right, then it's going to make a massive um, difference. And Lukey, thank you so much for your comment earlier about um, the value that's added. Very grateful to what you say. And no, it's, um, tr- well, it's, it's true. It's true. That's that's part of what you do. Yes, we're not going to hide the fact that when you go to do training courses, you don't do it for free. Uh, with people but you're providing value so the investment in that is 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 outweighed by the returns that they're going to get and those new skills chris why do you I'll, think i'll, I'll second aren't? that luke there's uh, seven off-market deals through stephen's little uh, three question strategy this year which is um about 25 30 grand about 30 grand so it's another month's worth of income fantastic I, and so there's chris, another there's chris actually you absolutely blinding um Obviously, uh, you're very you critique my videos, and um, whilst I feel yes, oh, yeah, I feel battered and bruised and and severely, um, the better you are. I mean, you 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 should see the criticism that Luke gets, it's not criticism, it's more constructive feedback. Constructive, well, the constructive feedback you gave last time is Andy, you're in Thetford, why don't you put that town sign? You'll get more impressions, you'll get more video views. I want to say right here, right now, September market update came out on the 1st of September. The first shot is a pan out shot of the Thetford Street sign. And as much as it pisses me off to have to admit it, I've got two and a half times the video views that I've had on any other video in that time. So, uh, massive thank you to another industry great and giver, Chris Watkin. I mean, I think the reasons why people reject any help are that they're suffering and need help of others, but they find it hard to lean on someone else, maybe because of some unconscious block. Um, you know, they've created an identity in which it's valid to give but not receive. Um, they also feel that accepting the help of others would be an inconvenience for them. Also, there's that thing that is anything free in this world. Look, I just, on a personal level, if you can help one person, then you, and as a human being, you've done a effing good job. Um, and... It doesn't keep me up at night. 
but at the same time, everyone's crying saying you need more business. But if this helped there, I mean, for God's sake, you, you can't accuse me of, I, I stood in a room of seven, a lo shed loads of people and said, does anyone here know how I am my business? And only two people put their hands up and they were bloody clients. It's strange, isn't it? But anyway, do you want to know what that thing is? Yes. Should we give, should we give it? Because no one's going to take any notice of it. So should we give all the secrets away? Give them all away and then let's see who, who actually takes action. No one's going to... I tell you here and now, what works really well, boys, is this. If you actually challenge someone and say, I'm going to tell you how to do it, but you'll never do it, it actually makes them do it, especially if it's men. Because of that, yeah. you're challenging me, hairy chest. Right. Andy, is there a large village on the outskirts of Thetford in, um, in that... F do, you know where the word, do you know where the word Norfolk comes from, by the way, boys? <laughs> Here we go. No. <laughs> it means northern folk. And guess where Southwark, Southwark comes from? Southern folk? South folk. There you go. There you go. You're dancing every day. <laughs> because... I thought you were going to say there's no fucking chance I'm going to live there. <laughs> I love, no, I love Suffolk. I love it to bits. We're down there a couple of times a year. I love it. Suffolk just doesn't like Norfolk. Um, I'm on no. the border. I'm on the border. I've got an IP postcode. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. You, you, you follow the Arsenal scum, so nothing really counts with you, Andy. <laughs> Oh, it was below the belt. In answer to your question, yes, Chris, there is a village called East Harling. It has no estate agents in it. Um, it's got a good population. It's a village that's growing. It's well served. It's got its local butchers, bakers, candlestick makers. It used to have an agent um, in the uh, Millbanks, I think. They closed a few years ago, um, and now there is a void. And would I love that village? Yes, I would. You're going to tell me how to get it. I certainly am. East Millbank, you say? Uh, no, it's East Harling. Um, right, here we East go. East Harling. Right, okay. Step one. I would like you to create an East Harling property blog. You, uh, you don't even have to go and buy the domain name. Go for a blogspot one that's called eastharling.blogspot.com, right? What I would like you to do is set up a right move alert for that village. And for two months, every time a listing comes onto the market every single listing i want you to go outside to the property put your tripod and your mobile phone out like a bbc news reporter and i want you to stand behind the property with the property over your shoulder because you're just off to the side of so it's over your shoulder and i want you to tell people why you love that why you what it's come on the market the facts and figures of what it is and why you think it's a good deal or not a good deal if it, it's a good deal you say so if it's not a good deal you don't say it's not a good deal you just say i'm a bit perplexed that this four bed detached is on for half a million when the ones that have recently sold have all sold for 430 or 440 but obviously the owner just chancing their arm using the standard three technique of intro facts and figures and i love it because so you're going to do that for a period of two months okay every single house that comes on the market you'll stand outside and what about if they're on the market with another agent no that's it. Every property. Every single house. Yes. I told you I'd screw your head up. Okay. Why am I doing it? Well, well patience, my, my, my impatient Arsenal <laughs> skim supporter. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
you are creating a, if you went to Netflix and there was one video on it, what would you feel? Fairly cheated for 9.99 a month. <laughs> yeah. So what we have to do is create a blog with a backstory. So this is a blog which has totally got to only got videos on. None of these expensive ghostwritten articles from, from Chris Watkin or Data Loft or Resi Analytics. This is just all video of every property that comes on the market. You do that for two months so you can build up a, 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 a like a backlog or, or, or library of videos, okay? What you will also do is you'll go on to, you need to also find out the properties that are selling. So you would also, you could, the wonderful thing about Rightmove is you go to house prices, click on the down, drop down menu, find sold house prices, type in the village and the little menu appears and it tells you all the most recent house sales. So if you, a property that's completed, you'll do exactly the same and you'll go outside the property and talk about the properties that are sold. So you're creating videos of properties that are coming on the market and properties that are sold. Once you have got two months worth of videos on a blog, you will then move to stage two. Stage two is as follows. You will create a leaflet and put it through the door of every single person in that village, which basically says, if you are interested in the East Harley property market, come to the East Harley property blog. What is everyone who's a homeowner going to do? They're going to come to the blog. Secondly, if you don't have the money to even do that, you are going to take a photograph of the word East Harling, because you've already said in the blog that road signs do make a difference, and you'll post it in the East Harling Facebook group saying, if you want to know what's happening in the East Harling property market, come to the blog. So you've got a twin, pro, twin prong attack of using so, the social media Facebook group on that village, be it the village itself or the primary school, whatever, it doesn't matter. And Luke, you've been very successful in posting stuff in local groups that are geographically based. And you're also putting a leaflet through the door. And then you just continue to rinse and repeat, put basically commenting every single listing for the next few months. And what will happen is you will become you will start people will start to talk about you you can then start adding in the top 30 streets the top 30 posh streets and the top 30 uh, most affordable streets which luke has done very well haven't you luke yep that's been that's that's been really successful combined with those schools because people are naturally intrigued yeah so you not only you so bottom line baseline is every listing baseline is every sale and then the cream that's the cake the cream on the top is the top 30 streets which, you, which again, you use the training videos which are on my YouTube channel, go to playlists, how to do video in a state agency. And in one of the 31 videos, it tells you how to do the top 30 streets. You even do a monthly property market update using the right move data, which again, Luke, we've, we did another training video, Luke, didn't we? On you how have, to, yep. And basically anything that moves with, with, that's got a pitched roof on it, goes on this video. And slowly but surely you keep dropping stuff off into this video you also put a facebook pixel on your on this on this blog so therefore when people go onto facebook to see what's happening with their kids the blog follows them all around and then you put them into a funnel which again all of you know how to put funnels in and again there's plenty of people out there like chris kiriaku and our very good friend paul long that can build that funnel for you or well, there's this new website called g-o-o-g-l-e which will tell you how to build Facebook funnels if you can't even want to give them money 
and slowly but surely create a, 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 an audience and you slowly you can start to put a call to action you could even start eventually after six months doing those awful instant valuations and just keep dripping it through you could even get all of you pretty fancy on facebook advertising that there you go that's it really just get people talking about you get their attention and their awareness there you go i'll shut my mouth fantastic so great um long-term strategy as is prospecting which is a little the long term as well yeah um i'll just give you one tip as well that may give you some short-term wins if it was me yeah so i would go and find all the properties that have withdrawn in that particular town over the last six to 18 months and then i would go and knock on their doors and say, hi, I'm your local property professional. I noticed you had your property on the market six, eight, nine, ten months ago with X, Y, and Z agent. I just wondered if you lost the bug for selling or if somebody came along to buy um, with an offer, would you consider moving? And they say, okay, well, what's the offer? Well, if I can um, pop my head around the door, um, I'll be able to tell you. And then again, if I know who my hot buyers are and want to move into that particular village, then I'll be getting a one-off viewing. It doesn't even hit the market because those people who have withdrawn tend to want to move. Is that the thing you were talking about a few about a week ago, Andy? About that hot tip that S SJB gave you? Yes. Good, isn't it? It's brilliant. I'll tell you now. They're but, all brilliant. I hate that word. None of you've got the ball. Not not the three of you here, but anyone listening. None of you got the balls to knock on the door because you're afraid of the word no. Because you hate the you you fear rejection because you're all outward going people people, and and you and because of that's the type of personality that most valuers are. You hate rejection. Our good friend Tom Panos says, "Make rejection your best friend," and none can be said as being more true than in EA. It's How do you deal with it? Me? I mean, let's be honest, you're missing. I mean, you're batting above your average, Andy, with your misses. How did, uh, <laughs> how did you deal with the rejection? Mate, <laughs> I've walked through life like it's a nightclub. Um, you get nine slaps in the face and you get that lucky one you take home after three or four pints. And uh, that's a win. It's the, it's the marginal gains, as Stephen would say. But you're right. I've got a beautiful partner. And um, yes. How the hell did I manage that? It's not bulging pockets and it's definitely not a bulging midriff. <laughs> so, I tell you what, it's, it's, she must obviously love receding hairlines. Steve. <laughs> Chris, you, um, you do a most incredible job of going out and interviewing industry people and estate agents. Yeah, I've got you to blame for that. Uh, you're falling off a chair. I love yeah. it. Uh, outside number 10 Downing Street. So... Um, can you share with our audience seven top tips? Seven. 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 <laughs> and if you want to do two as a bonus as well. Yeah. <laughs> See, even I've got a sense of humour. <laughs> um, so seven top tips from the people that you've interviewed. And, you know, you. I listen to um, all the all your interviews and you know again for value that is added um by just listening to these um industry um experts um is is amazing so can you share share <laughs> okay if you, if you if you can't get to seven um eight will be great okay uh right um estate agencies about great people and great systems 
Um, that, uh, whatever, uh, someone I know, stuff that gets done get, get, tends to get scheduled. What gets scheduled gets done. Yeah, that, yeah something like that. Um, property suppliers always want to try and sell you something, even though they're trying to give you something. Um, Self-awareness and accountability. Um, Chris England for not listening to me and ordering the wrong beer for the prop show beer uh, because he wanted a different type of beer. Um, and what I've learned now is that you have to deal direct with the brewery to actually order the proper beer that you really want for the prop show beer. <laughs> That's been <laughs> the biggest lesson so far. Excellent. Okay. Um, Never use Andy Oakman's barber. The, the, yeah, the value of this episode is just going up and up and up. Um, I think the power... Now, I'll tell you, this is interesting. People say that... I mean, um, this is... Stephen, you paid a very nice compliment that you said, Chris, you ought to, be, you ought to actually go into interviewing people. Um, little, I don't actually listen back to my own videos. Why not? Because I don't like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> Nor do we, bugger off. <laughs> Bless him, he's only trying to help. So, guys, do you think some of the problem, I mean, as you know, I don't run, I, I don't own the business. Do you think some business owners are reticent to let their staff loose in their eyes, let them, let them loose on video because it could damage the brand? Do you think we're, we're looking at the problem from, from the wrong way? Because look, when I first mentioned eight years ago, nine years ago um, to my directors at the time that I was going to um, launch a Facebook page, the, um, the initial, it was, they, they were just aghast. You can't put your head above the parapet, you'll get shot. It was that kind of, that fear. Do you think we're now seeing that same fear replicated with business owners and their staff on video? Because you'll know, um, I, I work with um, a, a three office firm, but we're the only one of the three offices that actually gets out on video. Do you think there's an element of that to it, Luke? Yeah, definitely. De definitely. I think there's a reluctance with, uh, unless you see immediate results, that's the other thing as well. People expect instant gratification. And with, with most things, you don't start to see the results until six months time, 12 months time. Do you know, but I find that really strange, Luke, because for years and years and years, agents letter dropped a thousand streets religiously you know we had our leaflet droppers it was going out 10 months out of 12 because we scrapped um we scrapped august and we scrapped december for obvious yeah. reasons but the other 10 months we were sending them out and and it took maybe six months 12 months to start getting any traction from those leaflets yet video is a much shorter space of time and people yeah. aren't supporting it look you're a really successful business owner you've seen we've talked about the growth of your offices we've talked about what you've done what would you say now as Luke's top tip to any business owners out there that are sitting on the fence that are thinking, look, I've, I've watched this Chris Watkin. I've, I've, I've got Stephen Brown's tips. I've seen Luke St. Clair on video, but I'm still on the fence. Can I really let um, Liam, my senior Ned, get out on video? What's your top tip? What are you going to say to those business owners that are sitting on the fence? Just do it. I'll tell you now, Liam, yeah. Liam wouldn't even go there because most people are shit scared. Sorry, I shouldn't swear. Sorry, beat that out. Um, okay, look. It, it, I can count on one hand the number of negs or, or employees that have gone to their bosses and said, can I do video? 
okay? In fact, the number of businesses that I've been and gone and trained, there's only two businesses in the UK who actually got their staff to buy into video and actually do. One of them is a firm called Knightsbridge in Leicestershire. Does that, has anyone heard of them, boys? No. Yeah. Not. Oh, there's a guy there. He loves Oatby. Yeah, he loves Oatby. And then Julian Wadden in South Manchester. But, I, I, but everyone else, the staff don't get it because, again, this fear of video. Um, and also, if you think about it, if, if someone does ask their boss, if the boss isn't going to say no anyway, because if you say yes and it's a failure, then, then at least the boss, can take, the boss takes the blame. And if, and if it goes really well, then the neg, the employee's going to take all the glory. So it's a lose-lose situation for the, for the boss. No, it should be the boss that's going out there and, um, and, and, you know, getting out there and doing the videos. But, I mean, these bosses, how many, I mean, what really winds me up is bosses that don't even, haven't been out with their valuers on a valuation for, for years. They can't even be bothered to go out with their staff. They're not going to let them loose on a video camera, aren't they? We've got to do the basics, old boys. Yeah. Yeah, no, no definitely. But the cost, the cost. So we've just armed. So I'm trying to encourage all, and, and our negs are doing it. So trying to encourage all of our negs to go out and do videos. So every office has got their tripod. They've got their microphone. They've got their little holder to go on the tripod. Fifty-five quid is to buy all that kit. I don't think it even came to that, Chris. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway. But, but yeah, so so fifty fifty sixty pounds, and that that. that as Gary V says, or Tom Panos, they're their own media company then. And you haven't got it initially. Don't worry about putting all the fancy graphics on. Just worry about doing, the, doing your video. And, and at the beginning, yes, it's going to take you 30 minutes to go and do the video. But once you practice, it's like anything. Practice, practice, practice. And you'll go out there, you'll shoot it in one take. You'll be, it'll take you two minutes you'll fire it up ready to go onto Facebook or to out to your buyers. Because now when we do our property tours, that takes us to do a full property tour with walk and talk. That takes us about 50 minutes in the early days. We were there for three hours and it took numerous takes. We now do it roughly in one take. We don't have to re redo everything because it's like anything on your first valuation, you would have been fumbling, stuttering and, and everything. But once you get into that, you it becomes your second first nature. Your first videos were atrocious, weren't they? He <laughs> <laughs> was like a, hello, I'm a robot. My name is Luke Sinclair. Yeah. Buy yeah, from me, sell from me. Yeah, very direct. Yeah. yeah. But now look at him. He flows like the lava stream coming off, coming off the mountain. <laughs> the lava stream, just nothing can stop him. He gets stopped in Australia saying, you're Luke Sinclair. He gets stopped at the gym and gets given listings. He gets stopped in taxi saying, you're the guy that sells houses. Do you know what? I got stopped in Tesco's. Um, I loathe shopping, but I, got sh I, I went in there to get some beers actually the other evening. And um, the, the guy... Uh, walked up and he says cheap cooking lager because you are still scum supporters that? <laughs> pay, pay a ale at 2.6 percent 19 pence in a blue and white striped can <laughs> the extra values really? no, I, I, <laughs> reassuringly cheap <laughs> did you buy a blue and white can can because you're a closet spur supporter absolutely not i bought it because it was cheap we all like cheap no, in, in all seriousness, I walked in there. Not the with other the state agency fees, Andy. Not with fees, no, definitely not. We're up at the upper echelons for the fees, definitely. But justifiably so, obviously. Um, 
anyway, we digress. I was in there the other evening <laughs> and um, a gentleman stopped me and he says, you're the man that's on the videos. And I said, yeah, we do, we, we do, do. Do you want my autograph? <laughs> <laughs> she said, he said, um, my wife watches them every month. You were late last month. It was true. I was on holiday and, and I recorded two or three days late. But how powerful is that? that that's a client who hangs on your property market updates being released on the first of the month. And actually when you've been on annual leave and it comes out on the second or the third of the month, they notice it. We had a client walk into our office and obviously uh, you know, taught by Stephen, everybody asked a uh, you know, common question, who recommended this? What's attracted you to Chilton's? And the, and the guy stood there and it said, it's that guy. If he stands on camera and he's willing to stand by his word, we trust him. I'd never met them, never spoken to them. But over 12 months of doing property market update videos, we've built up that authenticity and that trust, enough for them to walk in and say, we're gonna choose you to market my house, Andrew. We haven't gone to any other agents. How Get much the neg- sole agency agreement out. How, how, how much negotiation do you think there was on my fee? You know, there is none. It's, it's, it's basic stuff. It, no one, st- no one, look, if it makes you feel any better, I was putting videos off for 18 months before I did it because I was coming up with the same excuses everyone else does. And it is a fear of looking stupid and you don't want to look silly. So therefore, and people say, if I knew what I was talking about, it'd be fine. And it's the same fear why we don't like public speaking or best man speeches. And quite fundamentally, the best thing you can actually do is get set out and do a video badly. No one's sitting there waiting for your video. There's a there's an agent that's very well known. I won't, I won't embarrass him and mention his name, who did 300 videos without hitting the word publish. And all he had to do was hit the word publish 10 times and realize that no one was waiting for his videos. And now he just chucks them out willy nilly. Just chuck them out. Don't worry about it. Name and shame. Why is it like you? It's not like you to be so kind. Come on. We all want to jump on and see the videos. No, because I know because because I'm 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 not I'm critical. Sorry. Um, constructively critical on a one-to-one. I never sh- name and shame anyone in public. Okay, except, so, except a podcast. Very, so very simple, <laughs> um, very simple answer. Just fucking stop. Okay? Yes. Yeah, there you yeah. go. JFDI. Stephen, I've never heard you swear on a podcast. I think, Luke, can we get this one out with expletives on it? It was going to happen. It had to be Watkins or Whaley that absolutely lowered the time. I know. Well, we, we haven't got the insurance to bring Whaley on. <laughs> I'll tell you what, lads, I've had him twice in the studio and um, the, the, the security that month bill was quite high. Yeah, I can imagine. And the bar bill. It was all right, actually, Bessin. Yeah. the day. There's one thing I'll say about Simon Whale. He is an incredibly intelligent individual. Very, very clever man. Um, an incredibly clever, clever oh, we man. We can't keep giving him compliments now. No, we've got to get him on. Do you know, I think we should get him on for the Christmas one because I don't think anyone will care if he's pissed and, okay. <laughs> and it all goes to pot. Certainly don't want to be inviting him on that on the evening of EA Masters. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Let's get, let's get Chris Watkin and Simon Whale back for a Christmas Eve special with mulled wine and mince pies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink out and we all need to have been in the Christmas spirit as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Hold on a second. Brown doesn't drink, does he? He drinks peppermint tea, doesn't he? Um, he has the occasional one. Oh, you dark horse. Closet drinker. 
We'll call Steve Black Beauty. <laughs> no, no, normally when he's watching the Arsenal down at the local pub on the QT. Drowning his sorrows. <laughs> Chris Watkin, thank you so much for your time today. You've added, again, like all of our guests, so much value to our audience. But that value will not be seen unless you JFDI and implement the advice that you've been given. You are speaking or you're listening to uh, myself and Luke and Chris um, and Stephen, all who have engaged on video. You know, if you've got a face like Stephen's and you can get out there on LinkedIn, then there's no excuse for anybody else. And as for anybody who's watched my videos, well, as I said, there's a reason I do podcasts of a face for radio. <laughs> but once again, thank you for your time and attention from myself, Luke, Stephen and Christopher. It's goodbye. Goodbye. And just Have one final week. thing. We absolutely love hearing everyone's comments about how they're finding the episode useful, what they've taken from them, what they've actioned. So people like Adam and Jeremy that have listened to the podcast that really appreciate everyone's comments that they're sending in to us. So if we haven't mentioned you, it's not that we've, uh, that we've not seen it. Um, it's just we've not had a chance to, to mention you. But keep, keep those comments coming in. Any future suggestions on topics you want us to cover, then we'd love to hear from you as well. Thanks Thank very you. much, Joe. Thank you for having Thank me on you. the show. Thank you.